Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. But we're not in Vegas. Screw Vegas and the Super Bowl. Who needs, who needs it? We'll get into the Super Bowl a little bit later in the week. Uh, we we kind of need the Super Bowl later. Yeah, well. But not today. Yeah, not right. yet. Right, not, not yet. It is a Knicks town, baby, and we're living in it. Off of Saturday night, BT. You know, I felt good about the game. This was such a big game that, like, my wife and I made my wife and I made a point to sit down, have the snacks ready to go, oh. watch LeBron uh-huh. and the Lakers take on Jalen Brunson and the Knicks. But I, you know, watching that game, and I felt like this before last week anyway. And I thought the Knicks were going to lose that game. They just don't have enough right now. It's not their fault. They're better than the Lakers. LeBron, the king, corny. I mean, I can't stand him. Get 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 out of here, LeBron. Okay, whatever. Flexing his muscle like the Lakers did something big. Wasn't a big deal that he beat the Knicks. However, for me, not just that game. Overall, we talked about this earlier in the week, last week, or whatever, two weeks ago. Knicks need to make a trade. The Knicks are in a spot where they have the, – the path is there. We said last week – the path is there to get to an Easter Conference Finals, to get to an NBA Finals, to potentially win the whole damn thing. They need to make a trade here ahead of the trade deadline coming up on Thursday, 3 p.m. I'm not saying it's going to be a blockbuster. I mean, Murray, I take, obviously, just heard Boomer and Geo a little bit talking about Mikael Bridges. I don't think that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But they need to make a trade to upgrade their two-guard position. They need one more scorer, and then they could send DiVincenzo to the bench and put them in a better position. All right. I, I think that everybody needs to understand just what, what kind of you know power position the Knicks are in. Number one, they're really good. Number two, they've got all the picks, and they've got cap integrity. I disagree. I disagree. I, I know the splashy thing is, you know, we love talking about trades. We do. Trades are fun. It, it, Knicks don't need a trade. You know, even go back to the mechanics of the game. And now, in Sal's defense, he was saying this even before the game. Yeah, this is how I know. I'm like, I think we're in agreement just to clear this up. Because there was some overreaction, like, oh, the Knicks were exposed. No. No way. No. That's so stupid. They, they, they lost exposed. that game. Only, yeah, come on. They, they lost that game for one reason only. Well, two reasons. No Ananobi, no Randall. Boom. That's it. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Chew has been more than we thought he would be, but you don't really need Precious Shachua playing 42 minutes, which he did, and taking some shots during that six-minute run when the Knicks couldn't score. So, you know, go back to this. The Knicks led 86-80 after three. You know, they led by two with seven minutes to go. Then they can't put the ball in the hole. All right. You know, obviously they complicate Jalen Brunson's world, and without Randall, without OG, there's no buckets to go around. And they lose the game. Uh, You know, newsflash to Knicks fans, they weren't going to run the table the rest of the way. I think the Knicks, if 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 they are, if they are worried about, you know, not allowing this to to kind of sag into the summer, they're missing the boat, and that's the beautiful thing about this Knicks organization. Now they see the big picture. I think back in in you know previous um, with previous regimes. They'd say, oh, we're knocking on the door. Oh, we're right there. Oh, let's do something. And they wouldn't pay attention to the future. And that would obviously hurt them. The play for the Knicks now is to, first of all, did Frank the Tank hurt OG? Can you help me with this? Uh, you know Frank the Tank. I do. Did, did he hurt OG's, like, elbow? Did, I don't know that. Well, I, I somebody that. sent me a video after, uh, I guess that would have been the game when they were down by 15, came back and won. Uh, last week, right? Uh, the Pacers game. And OG's walking off the court. I, I think it was Frank the Tank. He shook his hand. Then basically somebody said that's where OG got hurt. Anyway, 
got to get OG back, got to get Randall back. And then you go to battle with, I think, what is one through ten, the deepest roster in the NBA. And then you make the power flex this summer. Yeah, but why wait when the window is there now? Because the window's going to be better over the summer. How do you know that? I know it is. Because better players are always available uh, during the summer because teams pounce during the draft. I'm talking about right now in season, their chance to go win a championship, BT. It's there. Embiid out. Sixers are in disarray. Doc Rivers in with the Bucs. Bucs have a little bit of an issue here. It's basically one team in the East that you need to go beat. Now, I know the postseason's not going to be easy. And some, you know, Cleveland's good. You can't overlook them. Who knows? Miami could be tough. Pacers healthy. They're tough. Yeah, right. No, I know. But the Knicks are better. They're as good as anybody else. And I think they're better than those teams through a seven-game series. Now, they have to prove it, of course. And they have to get themselves healthy with Randall and Adonobi. But we expect to get them back here sometime soon. Assuming those guys can come back. You're looking at a wide-open Eastern Conference for the first time in a while. It's there for the taking now. And I don't think it has to be a superstar. I need an upgrade. Yeah, Again, I said this last week, and then I think it gets even more amplified when you watch the game Saturday night. Like, they need another guy who can score. DiVincenzo can't be your second option to score. It's all Brunson. This winning streak, it's all Jalen Brunson. That's not true. Dante DiVincenzo has been absolutely phenomenal. He's okay. He's not. No, a, no, 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 uh, no. He can't be the I, number I'm not two saying he's gonna, I'm not, Sal, I'm not saying he's, he's inconsistent. This, you know, I'm not saying he's this guy, you know, for, forever. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Dude, he's banging in 30-point games. Yeah. Dante DiVincenzo's been phenomenal. He can't be that. He's not that guy, I though. know, and he's not going to have to be when you got OG and Randall coming back. Right. I'm not doing something rushed. I'm not doing something now. It's not worse. They've been planning this. Well, yeah. Well, they've been looking to get well, Murray for yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. But yes. But what I mean is, like, I don't want them to feel the rush because Randall and OG are out. Certainly, Randall's going to well, be out. That longer. to me has nothing to do with. No, it. that has everything to do with it for me. If Randall, if we got news a week ago, Randall rotator cuff surgery done for the year. All right, I might have a different opinion. Yeah, well, so would I. I would agree with you. Don't do anything. Oh no, that's when I would do something at that point because then you've you've got to at least give yourself a chance to to dance in a very open Eastern Conference. The Knicks and I listen. I know the Bucks have championship pedigree. I'm sure Damian Lillard, even with the Doc Rivers stuff yeah, that sure. you mentioned, is going to knock down a you know a buzzer beater at some point. Then Mayor June and point to what time is it? It's it's, it's not Ben Simmons time. It's going to eventually be Damian Lillard time. Understood. I know the. Celtics are awesome. I am not touching this team. Randall's coming back. OG's coming back. Brunson's a superstar. Let's go. Yeah, but I don't see, need to make a see, trade. See, to me, they're not enough with that. Now, again, I think they are. Brunson, legit superstar. You and I, we agree on that. I believe they can win with Randall being their second best player. I know we maybe disagree with that, but I still think they're a championship team with Randall as their second best player. However, I need, I want two things. A veteran backup point guard. I love Deuce McBride. They need a veteran backup point guard to give them quality minutes to give Brunson a rest in the postseason. I'm trying to put together a championship now, by team. By the way, that's not the move that I'm going to push back on. I'm talking about yeah, something well, big. Well, then the next one They're going to make a little tiny no, move. Well, I know that. The next one to me is two guard. I want DiVincenzo to the bench. He it, Get Grimes, and I like Grimes too, like his potential. Yeah, Grimes. Like, yeah. Get rid of Grimes. Well, what does he do? Well, I, I'm going to keep saying Grimes is going to be really good. He's got potential. Yeah. You, you don't want to give up on players. However, right now, if you could give up on Grimes, you know, a Dean three guy, whatever. You can't knock down a three of those line drive shots drive me nuts. But if you can move DiVincenzo to the bench yep. and and elevate the two guard and have a legitimate two guard scoring option, that to me makes this team a championship team, especially with the East being or, wide open. Why would you wait? I'll tell you why. Because if you get the wrong guy, it all goes up in flames. I know it sounds good. 
DeJounte Murray. You know, yeah. I might have to eat these words. They might make the trade. It might be amazing. The Knicks might win it all. Then I would be like, man, I've never been so happy to be wrong. Or suddenly the ball's not in Brunson's hands. Suddenly uh, the, the, the ball be in his uh, hands. But then DeJounte Murray's not quite as impactful. All of a sudden the offense looks a little less cohesive. And then when Randall comes back, it takes more time to figure that out. If there was a perfect move to make, I would make it. I don't think there is. You see, I think that is the move to make. And by the way, before we get back to the calls here, 877-337-6666, did you see the Knicks over the weekend paired up their issues with CAA? Of course I saw that. Well, what do you think that that is? That's laying the groundwork right there. Yeah. Now, is the groundwork now or during the summer? I don't know, but that's smart business, and that was very, very, not surprising, very refreshing and reassuring to see that. The Knicks have have dotted every single eye. said, you know, a week ago, they're the best franchise in the city. The Knicks are so well run right now that even though you know I said what I said Sal said what he said don't you just in terms of how they should attack the next couple of days before the trade deadline on Thursday isn't it amazing to be able to say that there's actually a level of inherent trust no matter what they do it's going to be the right move well no that'd be honestly yes to a certain extent I think though this is the time like they've aligned everything and you got to sit there and say okay is this are we going to fire our final bullet here. Yeah. I think this is the time to do it because I think the East is wide open. Now, the reason why I would say I wouldn't go the other way, if Randall were hurt, yeah. then they can't win a championship to me anyway, so why go out there and fire that bullet? Mm-hmm. That's why we Well, because we you'd still have Randall next year with the guy that you bring in unless it's an expiring yeah. deal, which it probably won't be. But then I might I might as well wait till the offseason and see if there's a better option. Gotcha. Out there. BT and Sal on the fan. Let's get to the calls. Dale is in Manorville. What's up, Dale? Hey, what's up? I'm, uh, what's up, buddy? I'm with I'm with BT on this one. You know, like why 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 mess up like the fluid play of like what's going on right now after a win streak like that, and then possibly you know mess up what's going on. I think Divincenzo is a winner. You know, yep. Seeing that in in college, you he's know, a bench player. He's a bench player. I don't know. I just I wouldn't mess things up. Um, you know, maybe a little. How are you messing things up? What do you mean mess things up? I don't know. They're just playing really good right now. I don't think we need anybody to make any changes. You know, especially Embiid. He's I. I mean, he never did anything in the playoffs anyway that makes me scared. So I would just stick what it is. Uh, and thanks for the call, Dale. We appreciate checking in. You got to go for it. The Knicks need more to be a championship team. You can't. I get they're going to be different. Obviously, they are different with Ananobi back and Randall back. To me, BT, they still need one more scoring option. DiVincenzo isn't that guy to me. I like him. Nice player. I think he's a bench player. I think he's inconsistent. You can't rely too heavily on him. You saw it in the game the other night. And I know he ended up playing well. But in the beginning, I mean, dude, he was 6 for 16 from downtown. Like, come on. I mean, that's volume right there. You need need a little bit more efficiency, especially when you only have Brunson. So I'd rather have an upgraded two-guard, DiVincenzo to the bench, Grimes out of the equation, veteran backup point guard. That could be a championship team. Okay, so this is early February here, right? It's early February, deadline's Thursday. Knicks coming off a a marquee, high-profile game, a loss that I know bothers us because we wanted to beat LeBron. We want to keep this going here. And they had it. Just couldn't put the ball in the hole, final six, seven minutes. Okay. But I want everybody to understand. I, this is why I really disagree with Sal. I mean, again, that little tiny spare piece. I, I don't mean that. I mean the trade. You've got 
let's see, in five weeks, maybe six, you will have, and before that, for Randall, I'm just trying to prove a greater point. You will have an all-NBA player coming back in Randall. You will have one of the top three and D guys in the NBA coming back, certainly way before that, in OG. And oh yeah, by the way, you will have a seven-foot-one beast of a defender now in a different role because Hartenstein's going to start. And the Knicks at that point, even without a trade, are ready to compete for you a know, championship. I actually worry about Robinson coming back Why? and the negative impact he could have. A caller brought this up last week, and I agree with him. He's not, he, he, it seems to me at times he could be a little bit of an issue like off the court. Like the I'm social not, media yeah, stuff yeah, over the years. I'm not saying he's a bad guy, yeah, yeah. but like... Maybe a little selfish would be the way to term it. Okay. Where he's not going to be happy losing his starting job and not being a more integral part. I worry about that. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I would have concerns about Mitch. I don't want him coming back and messing things up. I think a trade is necessary, and I would take my chances with the chemistry issues, and I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. You bring in a good player, move DiVincenzo to the bench, and away we go. Yeah. I worry about the, the chemistry with Mitch. I, I don't. Back. I don't. And a matter of fact, I've got three quick quick reasons why. Uh, Mitch is the easiest guy to plug back in. Number one, he got paid. So generally, the first issue is when when you come back and your role is lessened and you're on the precipice of being paid. That's a problem. He got sixty mil, so they broke it off. He earned it, and he's fine financially. Boom. Number two, unless he has zero self awareness, and I don't think. He's that guy. I think he's a, a good-hearted team guy, even with some of the yeah, don't right, be or whatever. immature tweets. Yeah, exactly, terrible. immature. Yeah, immature immature but and I, selfish, yeah, that's it. But I think when you've got some awareness and a little maturity, when you're out, when you're away from something, and you see what you're away from flourish, both from a team perspective and the guy who's playing for you, unless you are an idiot— you're not causing a problem because everybody knows that Hartenstein's been twice as good as Mitch can because he's more diverse of a player. And number three, it's a seamless, you know, plug back in because he doesn't need the basketball. Now, if you've got a guy like, yeah, it's going to be a little tougher with Randall, who's used to having the ball, you know, I don't want to say monopolizing it like he once did, but Randall needs the ball to be in a flow to do his thing. Whereas Mitch, hey, clog the middle, here's a lob, get a rebound, block a shot, take a seat. Yeah, That's easy. Dino is calling from South Plainfield. What's up, Dino? Dino. Hey, guys. What are you guys doing, man? How's everything? How are you, Dino? Um, so the Knicks need another superstar. And for the simple fact, this is what I'm going to say this for. Because generally, we know in the playoffs, role players do not play well on the road. I mean, sorry. Role players, yeah, they don't play that well on the road. Yep. You know, generally, so they, yep. They generally speaking. The season, when it comes to the road, playoff games, they're not that good. Miami has a ton of experience no matter what they've done in the season. They show up in the playoffs. Boston is a great team. Randall hasn't proven nothing in the playoffs. Even Tom Thibodeau has not proven that he's a good coach in the playoffs. His team, the Bulls, they had one of the best teams that year, and they couldn't get past Miami in that first year. If they don't get a superstar, Jalen Brunson is not Michael Jordan and LeBron James. He's not going to carry the team during the playoffs. No, no, he has to. I don't see how they can think that they can go to the championship without another superstar. No, Dino, that's not what we're talking about here. They, player. They, they do have a superstar. It's Jalen Brunson. No, that, another superstar. No, you no, cannot no. Win with just one. No, Julie, Julius Randle's an all-star three of the last four years. Forget Michael Jordan. So <laughs> Forget Michael Jordan. I love this. Oh, he's not Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. okay, get lost, yeah, We need Dino. Will Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah exactly. Where, where's Bill Russell? I mean, he's not Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's not Michael Jordan. Oh, oh, wow. Might as well pack it in. <laughs> Might as well quit as a Knicks fan. He's not Michael Jordan. Not LeBron James. I mean, geez, come on, dude. Get, get real. Get real. <laughs> Wait, 
but that set you off. It did set I didn't you off. I'm tired of it. It's so dismissive. Yeah. Watch the games. He's a superstar. Okay, but hold on a second now. Oh, they need another superstar. Yeah, go get Kevin Durant. Go get LeBron James. Yeah, but hold on a second. Sal, think about this. And and you're right. You know, you're screaming. I've screamed that uh, Jalen Brunson's a superstar. Then why are you telling us they need to make a trade rather than if it's the right thing, like you seem so hard pressed to make a deal, why? I don't think they're a championship team without an upgrade. They need another scoring option. Now, again, when Randall comes back and Ananobi, I get that. Those guys aren't going to be able to play the entire game. Now, Tibbs is going to find out. Yeah. But at some point, you're going to need another option. I don't think DiVincenzo is that guy. Look at it right now. They should be able to, and I know that they have because of Brunson. That's why he's a superstar. They should be able to overcome the loss of a couple of guys on any given night, right? Yep. I watched this team without Randall and without Anunoby, and they've got nothing. They've got a good team, good chemistry, good ball movement. Sure. As far, I'm talking about scoring wise. They have nothing. I don't. I, I don't like DiVincenzo as that type oh, of guy. I, I love him, but dude, how, he's not that guy. Uh, I, listen, we just see him differently. I think he's an awesome. He's a player. good role player. I, I, think he's be, player. I think he's better than a role player. But that aside, I got you. We don't, we don't see it the same way. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. The, I love Dante DiVincenzo. But I, let's let's not be unfair to the Knicks. Go to any other good team, all right, and take off their two best players right. or two of their I top get it. three. I get it. We're having the same conversation. I know that, but I still think one more piece. Like, why wouldn't you upgrade to? If you look at this team, their weakness to me is what is you going to say scoring? Yeah, well, statistically, well, well, that doesn't say that's not true. No, though. I was going to say two guard. Okay, I, I want, but that's kind of saying scoring. Well, whatever. All yeah, right, another scoring option. Okay, I'm, and again, you can't have it. I'm talking about building a championship team. These things are hard easy here. I know. Like, we're asking a lot. You have a superstar in Brunson. You have a three out of four last year. A three-time all-star, Julius Randle. You got Ananobi, who fits like a glove. You got some guys who play. See, Josh Hart, I don't want to say he's the problem. (coughs) Excuse me. I don't want to say Hart's the problem because he's not. He's a good facilitator. Problem is... He can't score. No, I, I can't have Josh he, Hart taking big shots. He's not no, a threat at all with the ball in his hands. You need one more guy on the floor. It's it's heightened now without Randall and Adenobi, obviously. But to me, they need one more guy because it's just all. You watch this team. I have no confidence in anybody outside of Jalen Brunson to do something. And it's just too much to ask of him to score 45 points a night. I got a point on Randall. I want to throw to you or at you coming up next year okay. as we get a little deeper into this Knicks stuff. Okay. BT and Sal on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakana back on the fan. We're talking next to kick off this Super Bowl week. Hey, we're here in New York. We're not in Vegas. The Knicks are the story already. We'll get into the Super Bowl, BT. I know you and I have a lot of thoughts on that. Holmes and uh, the Niners and Purdy and all that stuff. We'll have some fun discussing that as we get closer to the game, of course. But we definitely want to talk some Knicks to start coming off of Saturday night and the trade deadline being Thursday and this team having a legitimate chance to go out there and compete for a championship, which is hard to believe. Uh, There's no doubt. I want to get back to the Randall thing that I teed up and and teased before we went to break there. So if just tuning in, I, I don't think the Knicks need to make a trade. I don't. I know Randall's coming back. I know OG's coming back. To me, they got enough horses. It's it's watered down enough. It's open enough 
where they can take a swing and maybe mess around and get to the NBA Finals. I really love this team's depth, and I love the star power, and they're well coached. Sal thinks they need to make a trade. Okay, so if Randall, we have playoff Randall, and we have regular season Randall. Right. And we all know which Randall we like better. That's regular season Randall. If regular season Randall was the same as playoff Randall the last couple of years, would you still be saying that they need to make a trade? Probably because I want them to go over the top. Because remember now, I believe that Randall, more so than many, I know you and I had this debate a few weeks ago, I believe that Randall will be regular season Randall in the postseason. Now, he's got to prove it. And to the caller's point before, and we, we said this last week too, this team's now going to be judged on a different curve in the postseason, whether it's Tibbs, whether it's Brunson, Randall, bench players, whatever. They are going to be judged on what they do in the postseason. I just feel they're a piece short of the championship. Not a superstar piece. Maybe it is just comes down to DiVincenzo. Like, it's to me, it's DiVincenzo Grimes, right? That combination of quote unquote two guards. I know nobody really has a position. You want to throw Josh Hart in the mix as well. Yeah. There's not enough scoring to me or shooting to me in that bunch. I want want to 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 complete a team that I believe can compete for a championship, but this would just complete it. That's maybe where we disagree or, or where we find the disagreement that we have. Yeah. If they could get Murray a legitimate starting potential star guard. Yeah. To me, that puts him over the top. Just keep in mind, that's probably the last big move you make, and you better nail it. Because at that point, Murray and the money and the picks and the stuff that would be required to make mm-hmm. it happen, you're going to have to pay OG this summer. Although, they, And I read a good article on Hardenstein over the weekend as well. You know he wants to stay. You know they want him to stay. They do have his early bird right, so they can exceed the They're cap. They're going to pay him. Oh, yeah, but they can also exceed the cap because they, right. they've got – they possess his early bird rights. But – there are going to be other contractual things that they've got to do. Uh, before you know it, that four-year sweetheart deal, Jalen Brunson signed, we're basically halfway done. Right. Uh, he's going to get the extension. Yeah. So if you love Murray, and I like him, I like him, I'm not in absolute love with him for this team at this point. All right, I'll ask you coming up. I want to get back to the calls yeah, yeah. here. But if not him, then who? Like we've heard for years. Well, that's why I'm not pushing a deal. Yeah. Uh, no, I see. To me, it's the perfect fit—not a okay. superstar necessarily, but a guy who's going to upgrade this team and make them even more uh, championship caliber. John is calling from Freehold, New Jersey. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, Sal. Good morning, BT. Hey, what's up, John? Uh, well, I'm in your corner, Sal. I got to agree with you. Murray's the man to get, and I'll explain to you why. Um, he's the complete package. He's a two-way player. He's a proven all-star. As good as this team has been defensively, he takes his team to another level defensively. You're going to have to deal with a neutralized Maxi at the shooting guard spot. You're going to have to deal with Damian Lillard from Milwaukee. You're going to have to deal with the combat of Rogier and Hero in Miami. And if you go deep and you get to the finals and you, you, you're facing Denver, you're going to have to deal with Jamal Murray, who's a stud there at the shooting guard spot. So Murray's got a seven-foot wingspan. He could break people down off the dribble. He could punish people from the perimeter. He's currently hitting a career high from three in, in his NBA career right now. And he would just elevate this team to another level, in my belief. Yeah. And, 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 and you put him next to Brunson. My concern with Brunson is he's a smaller guard who's been getting banged around and been getting run down physically. And he, you pair him next to him. He's a guy. He's one of the best rebounding guards in the entire league. He's one of the best steel masters in the entire league at the shooting guard spot. And he's also one of the best late game shot makers in the NBA for his career. So if you look at all of that in its totality, guys, and BT, when you talk about assets, they have the ability, if they want to, 
they could just swing for the fences right now, and they could bring in both Murray and Brogdon and make that work and make that happen and yep. still have stuff left in the treasure chest to do something. Oh, I'd and love let that. me even make it better for you. Last <laughs> point, cherry on, cherry on the cake for you guys to think about. Let's say Murray comes in and it doesn't work, but he's still a super talented guy, and he's on a reasonable contract for two years. And then all of a sudden, Leon Rose's former client, Booker in Phoenix, wants out. He's a major trade ship that Knicks could use as a centerpiece to a deal in the future, a year or two down the road, to get Devin Booker. John, to put John putting on his front office cap today. Uh, John's, uh, John's like called it, me Johnny. for years. John's Thank awesome. You. Thanks for the Good call, stuff. John. Good. Massive Knicks guy. He knows his stuff. Yeah, and paying attention down the road. I don't. Maybe we have a fundamental disagreement on two things. Okay. One, in my mind, you're overvaluing DiVincenzo, or mm-hmm. I'm underestimating what he can be. Two... We don't see Murray the same. Where I look, dude, the guy's a two-time all-defensive player. Yeah, I'd like him. I don't love him. A better fit, though. Like same thing with Ananobi. You could say, oh, they're better players than Ananobi. Yeah, but he's a perfect fit. But he's a perfect fit because he didn't need the ball. You know, right. think about this. We are now again. I, I said last segment they could get him. I, and I wouldn't go kicking and screaming if they did. I'm just telling right. you, I wouldn't do it now. You don't think they need to do it. I don't think they need to do it now. And I might be completely wrong in my assertions when I say that I fear that his his skill set is going to interfere a little bit with Jalen Brunson's. I could be totally wrong on that, and I would happily take the L. I'd eat it. I'd own it. My bad. Right now, that worries me. Oh, and man. when this is the big swing I can't have those kind of questions. I'm all in for it. Uh, I want Murray, and I love the idea of Murray-Brogdon combination. For me, you get those two. Yeah. Now go win a championship. Oh, now, I'm not saying they time. would, but like that's a Well, complete... you better. No, no, no don't, don't take the easy way out. Now you better. Wow. If you get DeJounte Murray, you better win a championship in the next year or two. Go get it. Well, a... If the East is so wide open, Agreed. don't mess around. Get to the finals and win it. Well, I'm just saying it's a complete team to me. It is. Well, I'm not, I don't feel like they're lacking significant yeah. area. So they have a chance. But no, it, dude, look at the bench in that particular case. I know. Like, it changes a lot and they, they they'd be even better than they are now. But I you know, Booker's a name. I just want to hold I, the, I want to hold these bullets for you know when I'm swinging for the fences. I, what is Murray? Stand up double off the fence? Booker's a home run, top M- tank. Murray, yeah, but he's not available right, right but, now. Yeah, but he's going to be. He all these use, guys become he always, available. You always use the house analogy for me right, because yeah. I've been looking for months and can't find anything. You always say, well, you know, you need a house. You're going to wait for, you know, am I going to wait for the yeah, the home run saying. or you just take a, you know what I mean? Uh, Sometimes you need to take a double. Uh, yeah, and by the way, I think yeah. Murray's a triple yeah. who could be turned into a home run. Well, maybe a little league home a run. You throw, you, <laughs> you throw it past the third baseman, goes into the dugout. Yeah. And he, and he, listen, it's, it's absolutely a flex move. I think there's a bigger move. I do. Ooh. But I don't think there's a bigger move now. Right. Summer. You got to wait. All right, one more, Chris, before we break. Chris is in Flint, Michigan. What's up, Chris? Hello, Chris. Hey, hey, BC, I called in last week and said I was off. How are you guys doing? What's we up, Chris? We are good. What's up, bud? Uh, Sale, also I want to say it's a pleasure to talk to you. I'm a major Mark and a big Brian Myers fan and supporter, so it's cool to talk to you. Ah, there you go, Chris. We appreciate it. Brian Myers, my buddy, formerly of WWE. He's in, ah, I yeah, think, yeah. TNA. I always get it mixed up. He actually was at the Nick game Saturday night, got invited to the suite. Huh? First time he saw LeBron in person, so interesting wow. you bring that oh, up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, cool. All right, so, yeah, I called in last week and said uh, how this team reminds me of that 4 Pistons. I don't know if they need to make a trade. I'm worried about the whole chemistry thing. And you know how kids like that 9-10 to man rotation. I don't know how it would work. And these guys that are playing these minutes with these injuries right now, they're getting this experience. 
we're getting wins, and our other guys are getting healthy. You get them out there, you slide them in. We got a deeper rotation. Yep. And I, I, I really do worry about the chemistry aspect. But I did see something where Rich Paul reached out with the Knicks apparently and spoke to Leon Rose and yep. he tried to repair that, repair that relationship. Obviously, you know he's a LeBron guy, but he's also a Deontay Murray guy. Yes. So since I'm sitting here listening to you guys when I was on hold. I'm, I'm leaning back and forth. I still want to go with don't don't make a big trade, but at the same time, that last caller, that Deontay Murray thing, really ooh, sounds good. Uh, let let me ask book. you, Chris. Thanks for the call there, but Sal. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Let me frame it a little differently. So, what the two, two aspects here? What do you think the Knicks window is for championship right now? I think it's a great question. I don't like projecting forward. Because bleep happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, well, their window is this or that. With Brunson playing at the top of his game. On this contract. And healthy right now. Two years. Same thing three. with Randall. Yeah, I mean. Two to three. I, I, I think the window is now. No, so do I. Right. So, for the next, you hope, two, three years. But but the reason why I want to make the trade is because I do believe it's, like, starting now. As well, now as well. Okay, so I would agree that it's, it's now. Uh, and I would also push this out. Probably max three years. By the way, they Definitely know it too. Two. Oh, they know. They know. Yeah. So I ask you that, and I preface it with that. Like this to get is no to this. more waiting around here. We're I in agree. it. It's go time. Yep. So if they're windowed, and most people probably settle on two to three years, don't you think the one massive move that you make needs to be for an no doubt superstar? I think he's the guy, though. I don't know who that other guy's going to be available. Devin yes, Booker. I love. I love Booker, but maybe he's not available until two years. Mm-hmm. And then now you're, you know, kind of crossing. And you also don't know, like, how many times have we heard it with the Knicks specifically? Oh, wait for LeBron or wait for Dwayne Wade or wait for free Dave agency. Willard or wait for Donovan That's Mitchell. That's free agency. No, but a lot of it's these different. guys have been trades, too. Wait well, for this Mitchell guy, was, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wait till the next disgruntled superstar becomes available. You know, did was did I think that Anunoby, while I thought it was a good fit and liked that trade, did I think that that was a trade that was going to catapult them to where they've gone? I didn't. I was like, that's when you initially read it, and the reason why there was blowback is because you're like, wait, this is the the bullet that they're going to fire with RJ and quickly mm-hmm. Ananobi. Yeah, obviously it worked. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, Chu has been pretty good as well. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> He's a good bench player. That's mm-hmm. right, dude. They're there. They got the pieces. Finish it. Finish the story. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left. Rolls left. Wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Kearney, Salakata back on the fan. Talking Knicks to start off this Super Bowl week. We'll do plenty of Super Bowl stuff as we lead up to the actual game on Sunday, uh, dude, I got to be honest with you, BT. Now, mm-hmm. You know, like Super Bowl, you get the wife's involved and all that stuff. Yep. At least in my house, like my wife's not necessarily a sports fan. She'll watch on occasion. But she was into it Saturday night. So much so, I, she's got a crush on Bronson. A crush? Yeah, I'm like, what? what's going on? She's like, ooh, my man Jalen. I'm like, what ooh. do you mean your man Jalen? Like, <laughs> my man. What's going on here? She's get her like, Brunson jersey. It's a 90. She said there something. You, you know, actually, I tried to get her a Brunson jersey last postseason. They were sold out. So yeah. I got her a Randall jersey. And it was, uh. Uh, not exactly the same thing. I do. I, I have to get her a, a Brunson jersey. She said something yesterday like, oh, if we ever got divorced or something like that. I'm like, look, 
I'll make you a deal. We don't have to get divorced. Go for it. Take your best shot. Go get. <laughs> go get. She likes him that much. Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know it was weird. Like, like she thinks he's hot. Yeah, I think so. She <laughs> I know thinks she she's thinks cute. she's a good player because yeah. she's amazing. No, she thinks, thinks she's, she's good cute. looking though. <laughs> it's funny. We were at a uh, that 40th birthday party, which oh, was right. awesome. That you were teasing me about on uh, on Saturday, on Friday, and it was obviously on Saturday. Right. There was like a really. It was awesome. It was like this industrial warehouse space. I mean, the food, like sushi, top you know, top shelf, open right. bar, le- DJ, legitimately done, top notch. Great Jersey night out, said? right? In, in yeah. uh, Montclair. Oh, okay. In my, nice. Very nice. good spot. It was yeah. awesome. A lot of fun. Good crowd. Everybody was, you know, everybody had their buzz on. Mm-hmm. And I walk in. I'm like, where's the TV? You get the it's games the first thing I'm looking at. <laughs> I see one TV. And, you know, she's awesome. I see the birthday girl pictures of her when she's 8, 9, yeah. 10. I'm like, fantastic. Nixon yeah. Lakers are coming up soon. Where's the other TV? Then the other TV has like this... Uh, some like uh, the the menu that they made, like special birthday menu for drinks. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, there is one massive projector screen. I've got to find a way for somebody to sling this thing yeah. on there. And we got it up. And, and obviously, you know, the girls were dancing, but mm-hmm. like, it was like, you know, just a, a row of dudes just staring <laughs> at this. Like, it is so awesome to see the Knicks matter. Oh, God. That was, was palpable, It was man. fun. Yeah, and by the way, you could see it coming. Like, I, I don't, I'm trying not to bet anymore, and I wasn't going to bet on that game, and I certainly wasn't going to bet, bet against the Knicks, mm-hmm. but you just, like, come on, you knew. LeBron at the guard and the Knicks depleted. It's not their fault, and that was the thing sometimes on social media, you see, oh, the Knicks, Knicks got exposed or whatever. Get the hell out of nah, here. That means nothing to me. And, and by the way, those... Ben Stiller, <laughs> did you see Ben Stiller? So he's like, I guess, Mr. Ben's always Nick. tweet. He's a massive Knicks fan. What yeah. did he tweet here? Uh, it was just something that bothered me. Like, Ben, stop being such a homer, bro. You got to find it here. I got I to see if it bothers me as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the exact thing. But he's like, always he, there. He's yep. Mr. Nick, and he was like being an apologist I for... Mr. Nick. I mean, uh, whatever. I mean, he thinks he's Mr. Nick. But I don't know if this is one of those like Kevin James Met situations. No, no. Ben's a real Nick fan. Okay, here he goes. Ben Stiller. Headline should read, like, dude, come on. You're Ben Stiller. Like... No, minimize the guy. Can't put out great work, Ben Bro, Stiller. some sack here. Oh, right? come on. <laughs> where, where, are we, where are we going? Headlines just sound like such Still a crazy tweet. Ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Headline should read: "Quote: Lakers beat shorthanded Knicks. No OG, no JR, no uh, Quentin Grimes, no MR, no Mitchell Robinson. Mm-hmm. Brunson still drops thirty-six and ten. DDV scores twenty-six. Poor shooting night overall for the team. Lakers rested for a week for this game. Clearly, we need to get healthy." But otherwise, this team is going to the Eastern Conference Finals. And you like, have a problem with this guy's yeah, tweet? Like, I love like, it. Bro, like, Ben, you don't need what? to say that. We all know. Anybody that knows, knows it. Like, oh, the headline should read, Lakers beat shorthanded Knicks. We know who's out. And we know the Lakers beat the shorthanded Knicks. And we know LeBron James. Forget about King James. He's King Corny. But Ben Stiller should be better than that. Like, it sounded like a sour grapes, like, 15-year-old tweeting from his mom's basement. Oh, my God. Maybe he's not talking to us. Maybe he's tweeting. He's definitely not talking to me. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, with that garbage. Get <laughs> out of here with that. Maybe he's directing it to people who might hijack the narrative and say, look, the Knicks are overrated. And he's just speaking for behalf of, of us, you know, diehard Knicks fans. Like, yo, don't lose sight of what went down here. We we had nothing, and we still basically almost won the game. I just thought of it. Uh, I'm on Team Stiller on this. I just thought of it. Stop being yeah, such a grump. It's not being Jeez. a grump. Like, There's enough on, celebrities dude. that annoy me. I'm not going to start picking on the ones that don't. I like Ben Stiller. It doesn't sound like you like him. It sounds like you can't stand him. No, no, I do like him. I thought the tweet was over the top. I mean, come on. I just thought of a 3RQ that will involve Ben Stiller, so we'll have that coming up on Wednesday. Anyway, I like the guy. Just come on enough. Tamar is calling from South Florida. What's up, Tamar? I love the show, guys. Thank I you. think I, I, I agree kind of with both of you. So I agree that the Knicks are not ready 
to compete for a championship right now. But I also agree with with Brandon that you know it's really not the right time to make a move. I mean, there isn't anybody out there that's that teams are looking to move that would really fit the Knicks. The Knicks are looking for an all around guy, right? Well, how's that, how's that to, not Dejounte that, Murray? That how is that not Dejounte I mean, Murray? Game on the line. Do you think Dejounte Murray is going to slice and dice through the traffic and and size up and all that? I don't know. Wait, the I, Knicks. I well, hold on a second. The game on the line. Who do you want to have the ball for, for the Knicks? I mean, geez, they're not looking well, for that. That's my they, point. Yeah. That's my point. I, I don't. Jalen Brunson is six foot two. I mean, as amazing as he is, there's only so much that he could do. I don't think the Knicks have that right now. And as a Celtics fan, to hear that. Did the you Knicks say Celtics fan? fan? Well, did I'm you say you're a Celtics fan? Bye. See you, Tammer. Thanks for the call. This is New York. We're talking Knicks. We don't want to hear from the Celtics. That's right. I don't want to hear your opinion as a Celtics fan. I barely want to hear Ben Stiller's opinion as a Knicks fan. You think I want to hear your opinion as a Celtics fan, what the Knicks don't have? Get out of here with that. He's trying to minimize Brunson. We're not looking for a number one. We got that. And we're not looking for his opinion from the yeah, Celtics' right. perspective. <laughs> Let's ask you this. Outside of Spike, right? Who Thanks do you for think... the call, Tamara. Yeah, thank you. Who do you think is the uh, the symbolic number one Knicks fan? Do you see Spike? Outside of Spike. You see... Oh, I'm saying outside of Spike. I thought you were talking about our boss, Spike. No, And it no, made no. me think of... He had a, he softened up a little bit. What happened with the Knicks or yeah. with the Embiid stuff? Yeah, it's, no, something with the Knicks. But it's probably oh, a combination of the fact that he knows yeah. the Sixers are toast. Okay, yeah. And now the Knicks are coming back. I didn't and, see that. But anyway. outside of Spike Lee, who do you think is the number one symbolic Knicks fan? Who do you think it is? It's a great question. Uh, I mean, there's so many guys that go. You know, Chris Rock is always at the games. Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um... I ask you that because Ben's the right there. I, I don't. I mean, there's no right or wrong. It's subjective. But Ben Stiller. Ben's on the list. <sighs> My boy Jerry Ferrara was on that list for a while. Yeah, he, he's on there. He's still on. I mean, I yeah. still keep him out of the. You know, on there out of respect. But uh, yeah. uh, here's the thing. You tell me it's some model. You tell no. me it's Howard Stern. No, Ben no. Stiller. Stop. You know, stop dissing the guy. Well, well, where was Ben Stiller in the '90s? I don't know. Maybe he didn't have the money. Oh, I'm just saying. Like that. Where was me... he in the '90s? He was probably twenty something years old. Well, uh, uh, where I, were but, you in the '90s? Well, you were you were picking up boxes up <laughs> at Home Depot, and I, I was you know I I was a couple of years removed from Roller right, Bros. So what the hell were we doing in the yeah, '90s? Fair enough. But we were diehard fans, right? Yes. I may you know I wasn't at the games necessarily. You know if I could go and scratch up the the cash to get there, whatever. I, you know, I was there the night. Ewing came back as a Sonic, whatever it may be. I, I want to know, like, you you know my 90s Knicks fandom. Mm-hmm. I want to know his. I, I would one I up you with that. I think it goes into the 80s. I think he starts with Bernard King. How old has Ben? So you got to remember, Sal, when the right be, when Ewing got drafted in 85, mm-hmm. right before that, the Garden, the Knicks were not well attended. So if you were a, like, if you're older, like Spike. He's 58. Though, all so. right. He's got almost a decade on me. And I've been locked in with this team right. forever. So I guarantee. Well, first of all, he, he watched Clyde. So right after that 73 championship, and then Clyde, I think it was 77 when he was dealt mm-hmm. to the Cavs. There was a three or four year window where nobody went to watch the Knicks. And Stiller was in the wheelhouse of age-wise and interest-wise where and I don't know if he came for money. I don't know his family economic dynamic. But what do you mean? His father was a oh, that, what am I saying? Yeah. That's right. What am I? Of course. Yeah, but I, not the money that Ben's made as an right. actor. Well, Jeez, I mean, come on. Um, I would think that he was able to go to games and, you know, kind of find his way in there. I, I think he's selling the guy's credentials short. 
He's not a Johnny come lately. No, well, uh, I got a gazillion dollars. Let me sit front well, row. Ben's a Nick guy. I, but okay, but when get him did, on the show, Huff. No, when did I we want start? Sal and Stiller to fight? When did we That's start? I so I don't want to. I love Ben. That Stiller. sounds like I've you want to. Been a fan of his. I love his father too. When did we start associating the Knicks and Ben Stiller? Like, does it go? I don't recall it going I back to the nineties. I remember 90s, seeing. Put it this way: This is how I know he's a real. He's a real one. Ben Stiller was, you know, on the jumbotron when. Moutier was playing point guard. Jeez. Or that dude with the man bun. Amundsen or Edmonds, whatever that scrub's name oh, was. I remember. They've been there forever. I, all right, fine. I just, and by the way, I'm not really questioning his Nick fandom. Ooh. I just have an issue with him being so sensitive. Headline should read, Lakers beat Jordan. Ben. I love it. Ben, we know that. But bro. not like, every, but we do. Who's he talking to with that? His not friends in La La Land? <laughs> I don't know. In LA? That I can't that answer. Who's talking to? I think he's talking to the idiots yeah. who, don't, who don't contextualize it. And I, I think that tweet, and it's kind of like what I'm saying. I just didn't tweet. It was very verbose. It was a very right. wordy tweet. What I'm saying on the show is don't overreact to the game. Okay, big deal. You lost to LeBron. The whole nation saw it. The whole the whole nation, as per Ben Stiller's yeah. tweet, should also know here's X, Y, Z, why they lost. Knicks are fine. Le- Don't make a dumb trade. LeBron is such a cornball. He's he is king corny, dude. You see him walk into the garden. Yeah, yeah. Jeep, LeBron James here about to play in the garden. I'm like, bro, grow up. Well, can, can I defend him for a second? And I'm not in the business of defending LeBron. It's and, and he's a cornball. Well, you you know, know, I don't now I don't want him. You didn't want him last week. No, I don't <laughs> want him. You know why? He's too corny. I don't care how good he is. Another convert. He's corny putting the Knicks towel on, trying to put get out of here, King yeah, Corny. Yeah, like I said on Friday, you didn't want yeah. us when we were down. We don't need you when we're up. I'm how are you gonna up. defend him here? I'm, I'm not well, well okay. Uh, th- this one small aspect. It's not like LeBron says, Hey, I'm getting ready to walk into the arena, have three cameras on me as I walk in the tunnel. This is what they do. Can you walk in with your headphones on and head down? Do you need to be like King James at the Garden? No, nah, you know that's a, that. Maybe it's a different LeBron critique. LeBron James at the Garden. Like, come on! I don't, bro, I don't get so wrapped corny. up in that. But even like Westbrook with some of his crazy outfits. This is the way the NBA is. The guys now, the guys feed into it. And let's be honest, Sal. Now you and I have a lot of old school because we are in our DNA. If we were modern athletes, we're not taking advantage of some of this stuff. Come Hell on, dude. Hell yeah. Let's go. In there, right? Exactly. Freshies every week. Different yeah. style. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah, that's but right. I wouldn't be walking to the Sal Licata here to point the Gordon. Like, you're the king. You're King James. You don't need to be so corny, King Corny. All right, BT and Sal on the family. We'll get back to your calls on the other side. Talking next to start off this Super Bowl week. 